Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's podcast of All Things Psychology, where each week we pick a controversial topic in psychology. This week's topic is myths within psychology, specifically a myth that is crucially important to keep an open dialogue about for the sake of our society, but always turns into a taboo. What myth could I be talking about? I'm talking about the stigma that people with schizophrenia are associated with violent tendencies and, and behaviors. To start off, though, I'll introduce myself. I'm Emma. I'm from the beautiful prairies, Saskatchewan, and I've just finished up my first semester online at the Medicine Hat College for the OTA-PTA diploma course. I'm so thankful to be here and given the opportunity by my psychology instructor to dig deeper, question, which my psychology course touched on mental illness and stigmas in our biology module and even again in our social module as well. With only scratching the surface on mental illness in the module, I knew I wanted to research and find out the facts. So that's what we're going to look at next, so we can analyze how accurate the statement really is. In England, mental health patients took a national-wide survey that stated 87% of mental health patients experienced some form of prejudice compared to other mental health illnesses. Schizophrenia is more likely to receive prejudice due to the belief that people with schizophrenia are more dangerous, unpredictable, and less responsive to treatment. There seems to be three main stigmas of mental health. Founded by Corrigan, Marco Witz, Watson, Roman, and Kubiak of 2003. That the mentally ill are dangerous and responsible for their illness. But people who believe and treat mental illness as such can then create a reaction of coercion, segregation, hostility, or avoidance from people with a mental illness. All these stigmas and misbeliefs cause such a negative impact on people who suffer from mental illness. It can cause low self-esteem and educational desire, social withdrawal, general limited opportunities, and even to the point of shortened life expectancy. Then they internalize these negative thoughts and use them against themselves and start believing these stigmas, which could be more of the realistic reasons that treatment is not effective as it could be. This is why it's so important to educate ourselves and move past the stigmas and concentrate on the actual person and who they really are inside. All they want is to be seen as a person, and that's so that's work on that. So that information I just gave is from Bowman West of 2019, prime, from the Prime and Prejudice Brief Stereotypical Media Representation Can Increase Prejudice Attitudes and Behavioral Towards People with Schizophrenia, from the Journal of Community and Applied Social Science, uh, Volume 29, Section 3, 167 pages 167 to 177 uh so our next section we looked at how society views and treats people with mental illness and it's not so encouraging we're going to look into the those stigmas stigmas question them and then supply scholarly research studies to share what the true findings are on the association of violent behaviors in people with schizophrenia. 
What do you think the outcome would be and the validity of the association? To find this out, let's look at a study that I found that questioned just that. The study used 104 patients that were mentally that had mental illnesses between the ages of 20 and 65 years old 30.8 were women 69.2 percent were men out of these participants 18.5 percent had been ill for one to zero to five years and 81.7 percent greater that were have been ill for greater than five years. They also mm-hmm. found ten cases of them being of imprisonment and two cases of people who committed su- homicide. The things the studies were testing measuring were the SIA assessing and components of insight, how aware they are of their illnesses. Uh, P-A-N-S-S, positive and negative uh, syndrome scale, uh, P-A-N-S-S, general psychopathology, and total P-A-N-S-S scale, and total overall aggression scale. The OAS is what we're really going to concentrate on and review for results. Those results can then show as how accurate or misleading these stigmas and stereotypes are towards mental illness. So the first thing that I found interesting was that there was no statistically significant differences between gender, age, martial, marital status, living style, living alone or not, substance abuse, disease uh, duration, or n- number of hospitalizations, no statistically significance of disorder insight, central forces such as tiredness, stress, or other illnesses, and finally, no statistical evidence of correlation between overall aggression scale, total uh, PANSS negative, and PANSS general psychopathology. And that information is from Umut. Mm et al. of 2012, from relationship between treatment, adherency, insight, and violence among schizophrenia inpatients, and a training hospital sample from the Journal of Psychiatric and Neurological Science, uh, from volume 25, section 3, pages 212 to 220. So what does this, what do these stats all mean? What can we take away from this research? Well, if you break it into layman's terms, basically it's saying that there is a weak, almost no association of aggression to people with mental illness. There are no main outstanding fines that give an explanation. It's still in the works. What did we, what did we find, though, was that observe, observing patients outside monitoring treatment adherency, evaluating insight, and predicting aggression could be ways to help figure out some of the explanations. Information from patients, families, police, and hospital records can be valuable as well for answers. It seems that previous aggression is a good indicator of future, future instances. Unfortunately, limited inpatient treatment can be impacted by rising costs and making it more 
difficult to receive help, which was shown could be an aggression factor and a barrier between the patient and mental health centers. This is why it's more important than ever to find new strategies for aggressive management. So those are the results. That's all the information I have for you today. What do you think about the results? What what they found? Do they make sense or were you totally surprised? Let me know either way within my social media, which I will supply upon request. And let's keep this discussion going. Let's spread the knowledge so everyone can be aware and make a difference on how we treat people with an illness or not just in general. Even I think that's what we can take from this today. You don't know until you know the facts. Never assume and let's just be good to each other. Thank you guys so much for your time and taking the opportunity to make a difference. Take care and reach out if you need anything or want any further info. I will be adding my sources at the end here so you can look up and read more about where these findings came from. Okay, that's our episode for today, and I will let you know when my next one is out. Okay, thank you all. Bye.